Um, something having to do, we see the law of the Lord is, is prominent here. Our responsorial psalm, we said, blessed are they who follow the law of the Lord. And then when St. Stephen is put on trial, what's in, at question is whether or not he's going accordance or against the law of the Lord. And so they, they accuse him of, of basically blaspheming, of speaking against the law. And then at, it's interesting though because the, Stephen has this very long defense that he, he puts forward um, in defense of himself. At the end of it, just before they lose their temper and you know kill him, he says, you who receive the law but have not followed it. So there's a question of who's following the law, who's not, who's, okay. And uh, maybe on the surface of things, Stephen would have seemed to be speaking against the law in the sense that he's probably saying things like, Jesus is the true temple that the, the, the temple made by man pointed to. You know, Jesus is the true lamb of God that the paschal lamb that Moses is Pascal Lamb pointed to. So he would kind of probably speak things like that. And his hearers were thinking, well, this is blasphemy. Who is this guy, Jesus? Why is he so special? What are you talking about? Now, but the irony of it all is that he was actually um, following the law and speaking about it properly. He wasn't blaspheming it. He was not speaking against it. It's because he meditated on the law of the Lord, and that's what we got in our psalm. So in light of the coming of Christ, his knowledge of Christ, and then the fact that he would could, could meditate, because the thing is with meditation is meditation enables you to go deeper. It's, it's, if you don't meditate, and you just, your understanding is just going to float across the surface of the Bible. But if you meditate, you can go deeper. So this is what Stephen's doing, is he's going deeper in light of Christ, and in the, by the fact that he's, he's meditating, and he's going deeper into the law. Whereas his hearers, they were more superficial, actually. They just, they read the law and they thought they were being faithful to it, but their understanding was just kind of floating over the surface. And then the irony of it is that they, they put up false witnesses to, um, snare and to trap and to destroy Stephen. And thereby, they are the ones that actually contradict the law. Okay, there's specific passages actually in the law that talk about the whole idea of witnesses, make sure the witnesses, you know, if you're going to get witnesses, they're going to do X, Y, and Z. Don't have false witnesses. All, all this kind of stuff about false witnesses versus true witnesses. So they really, they were the ones that actually contradicted the law. How is that? How did that work? Well, I, I think it's just something I spoke about a, a week ago or two weeks ago and speaking about Jim Jones and, and his, that whole episode there in American history. Very interesting. Um, this idea that the ends justifies the means. So the people who were, became enemies of Stephen, what they, how it worked, I think, psychologically in their minds is they were saying, this guy seems to be really contradicting the law because he's talking against the temple. He's a bad guy. If we get him killed, we're doing something good, okay, because we're gonna, we're removing a stumbling block from Israel. And so even though their conscience is saying you can't do something bad even if it's for a good reason, they can still rationalize to themselves, oh, it's a good reason. This guy is going to corrupt the people. He's dangerous. we got to get rid of him. And so we're just going to have you know some of these false witnesses do their thing 
So they suppressed their conscience uh, because they thought they had a good reason to do it. Now, if they had just simply stopped paying attention, actually, to the external world and started paying attention to their own consciences, what would have happened is this. They're like, okay, no, we can't do that whole false witness thing. <laughs> okay. And then they probably would have continued dialogue with Stephen. And then maybe little by little, they would actually become illumined and they would have actually found the truth and actually, wow, wait a second, he's probably right about what he's saying. So you have to abide by the law. You have to abide especially by the law of your conscience. And you can't um, say, I'm going to break the law in the name of the law. I'm going to break goodness for a good reason. I'm going to do something evil because I don't like evil. Okay, You have to be totally consistent. Ends justifies the means. Very, very um, dangerous kind of ideology that allows us to rationalize violations of our conscience and, and sin. So let's meditate on the law, and above all, let's listen to the law, and let's listen to the law of our conscience.